Happy hey, New Year. Happy New Year. We've got a fresh episode for you. Yes. And um, it's going to be a good one. So. Yes. So it is New Year, old mess. That's right there. Or old clutter or old things that you need to get rid of because it's a new year. That's right. So how are you about it? How are you decluttering your life uh, in more than one way? So let's yes. figure this out. And be blessed. Uh, you guys get a coloring book. Get the coloring book. Get the coloring book because the new episode, Stop we playing. have all these references to the coloring book. You guys have few. it. So tap in. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through Patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And Happy New Year! Happy New Year, y'all. It's 2023. Somewhere. Five o'clock, something. No, it's 2023 everywhere. It's 2023 everywhere. everywhere All around the world. It should be. If you're still looking at a calendar that says 2022... You need help. You're dead wrong. You need help. You're dead wrong. Yeah. Um, so we want to say what's up to the inner circle. How y'all doing? Um, also, hello to everybody that bought the Real Life Thoughts coloring book, Things to Color Thank and you. Not yes. Say. It looks like this in Thank case you, you all. didn't know. Thank you so much. Um, if you just heard about this for the first time and you want to know where to get one, go to Amazon.com and get you one. Or if or, you want the digital download, go to the NickSmithPodcast.com and yes. get the digital download. Yes. It's awesome. Um, we're going to actually use a few pages from the coloring book today to kind of illustrate our point illustrate our point eh? <laughs> see what she did there so uh Mom yeah you're gonna want to get one of those so that you can follow along the next time you want to listen to this episode like i'm coloring the page it's the gonna be one so that fun they're referencing <laughs> awesome uh so yeah we're uh we're gonna jump on into it let's do it okay so, so first things first yes we've moved we are moving we have a new address um huh? we same podcast, same, uh, same website, same podcast, same folks. Uh, but here in the next coming episodes, you're going to see a different setup, different background should sound the same. Those of you who only listen. Um, but if you watch, you should see a little difference. Um, and those of you who are in the inner circle, you already know what's up. We kind of gave you yeah. the whole um, 411. Do people still say that? 411. 411. No, but Do we you should remember? bring it back in 2023. So those what's of you. What's the 411? Those of you who are young, who don't know what we're talking about. There used to be a number you could call, 411, and it was information. information. So before Google. You needed information, you needed a phone number, you needed to know what time something was open, yep. you dialed 411. Or, this is my favorite one, if you didn't know who just called you, if you had a landline mm-hmm. and they just called you and hung up or like you didn't know what was going on, you could dial star 69 star 69 That's and you right. would redial them but then people started like making it to where you couldn't dial star 69 yeah because then you, before you dial them you got to put star 67 and then you dial their number and then and your then number they comes can't up star 69 but you. then if they have a little box that's the um uh caller id because it was separate oh, from the yes, phone. That's separate, right. you had the caller ID. And if it came up unknown, they might not answer it. Because you star 67, they try to star 69 you back, and they can't True. do it. So they, anyway, sorry, we're showing the our things age. things we had to memorize back um, in the day when we had landlines. 10, 10, 220. What um, was that one? 10, 10, 220, that was a, a collect number. So if you needed to. Oh, like you, dial collect. Dial collect, which is a whole other thing that call, nobody even. Right? Yeah, collect calls. But you don't dial collect anymore because no. nobody does that. And nobody uses pay phones. No. Anymore. This is crazy. Anyway, this is 2023 this is nothing. blowing our minds. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what our episode's about. Um, so thank you for listening to all that. Um, but anyway, we moved. Yes. <laughs> and we have a new infor- new new situation we're in. In this uh, season of transition. It sounds like a weird way to say it. What? We're in a new situation. No, I'm just saying like a new living situation. We're moving out of where we have been living into yes. a new place. Um, and in the process of moving... We were uh, thinking about kind of what to bring in this episode as we're in this transitionary uh, time. Things are in boxes all around us and we're trying to figure out 
where do we put, when do we record, how do we move, yeah. all this stuff. Um, and God really laid something on Kylie Joe's heart about moving in general and just the amount of stuff we have. Yeah. So, well, honestly, every time we've moved, we go through, because we, um, when we were newlyweds, we moved across the country to actually Pennsylvania, which is mm-hmm. where we are now. And we didn't have a lot. We were young and poor and just kind of we're still young just just a little less poor (laughs) um and we just had all this like hand-me-down stuff and it was easy to part with some things but then there were things that were like no we want to hold on to it because we never know when we're going to need it yeah we didn't have any storage so like everything we had moved into our apartment with us Mm -hmm. and then as we've grown we've moved like i don't know probably like eight or nine times since then yeah something like that Um, which is a lot to move in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And every time, you know, we've lived in parsonages, we've lived, we've been blessed to be able to live in places that, um, we did not have to acquire the resources to, to pay for it. Yeah. So we've been really blessed, but with that blessing has also come this like almost survival mode of like keeping things and holding on to things that I've really, my default is like, Let's just get rid of it. Like once we're moving, get rid of it, throw it away. I don't know. We don't need it. And I'm the opposite. I want to keep everything because I never know when I'm going to need it. I actually just threw away some old uh, AV cords, some RCA cords. Oh my gosh. It was the best. Threw them away. It, it was time. Here's you why know, it was the best. Because I've had them for 12 years. Yes. And they've been in a box. I remember packing yes. them in a box when we were moving from one parsonage to another. And then I remember the last parsonage we were in moving here. I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to get rid of these? Like, is this the day? He was like, no, because, you know, we might need them for now, sound equipment here's the thing. or something. As soon as we get into our new place, we're going to need these AV cords. I know we're going to need them. And no, then, but I'm throwing them away. I'm, I'm walking by faith and not by uh, superstition. Me too. And so, yes. <laughs> and so, but yeah, and the longer you live somewhere, so we've been told, um, the more. Eventually we'll know what that's like. The more stuff you acquire. So I did tell Kylie Joe when we first got married, I told her that she was marrying a nomad. And um, I didn't know how true that was going to be in our marriage and in yeah. our ministry that God um, has caused us to to move into different directions. We're hoping where we are now is going to be a place where we plant roots. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we hold everything with an open hand, trusting that God is in control. Mm-hmm. And um, the amount of movement we've done, uh, we do some purging, but then some stuff we, we just carry with us. There are things mm-hmm. there are things in this room right now. You can't see it on camera. Um, Nope, none of them. Hopefully. None of them can see it because they're all on that end of the room. Um, ooh, little bass. Boom. Um, there are things that we just transported to this new place just because. It's just like, oh, it was in the last place. I guess we'll yeah. move it. Or things we acquire out of necessity. And so, like, one thing I will say, this table right here, we only acquired this because we needed it for the podcast. Okay. Yep. Um, there is a desk that we have that we only acquired because, oh, well, we need this desk in this space for this time. And honestly, we didn't know for sure if we would need the desk when that time was over. It's like, okay, well, when we're not in this space anymore, Mm -hmm. do we need it? And I think um, something that uh, a friend of ours and some other people have spoken over us in our ministry and our family, especially in this season, has to do with this idea of uprooting, like taking your tent and pitching it somewhere else and allowing God to establish you and where he's taking you. Now, this can happen even when it's not the new year. And mm-hmm. we, we definitely experienced that, that God was moving us um, prior to the change of the new year. But in this newness, in the, the kind of seasonal shift that everyone is feeling, mm-hmm. 
it's really important to take note of that. Like, okay, how is God reestablishing you in this area? Maybe it's not a physical move. Maybe it's not something you physically need to get rid of, but like what things have you carried with you that now as you're transitioning, it's going to make that a lot harder for you to uproot and, and move forward if you don't let go of that. And we've, I mean, certainly furniture is a big, heavy thing that we can tangibly yeah. say, okay, yeah, we're not keeping that. We're not able to use that in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hard part is with some furniture, it's like, oh, wait, but that person gave it to me. Or mm. it came from the season of my life that was really, really special, and I don't know if I can get rid of that. So you're, you're preaching a whole other sermon right now. Okay, like, sorry. No, I'll, I'll, I'll no, slow down. No, it's slow good down. because, like, <laughs> the duality. So there's so many... <clears throat> So many things in our physical that are, um, are echoes of our spiritual or however you want to say it. They mirror. That's what I'm trying to say. They mirror the things that happen in our spiritual walk. And so building off what you were just saying, like the, the things, the emotional baggage or the, um, the burdens, the weights that we carry in different seasons, um, they have the same root sometimes. Like mm. I, I received that weight, that burden, that, that thing from somebody who I care about. I received that wound from a parent mm, or from somebody yeah. who I love deeply. And so I carry this with me because I can't deal with separate, separating myself from not only that, that trauma or that baggage or that whatever it is, but in going through that healing process, I'm now putting more separation between me and that person. Mm. And maybe that's more than you can bear. Or I got this, this emotional tick, this thing from this season of my life when yeah. my children were young and I've done it every day since they were babies. And now Growing out of that means I'm letting go of that season. Yeah. And so just like with the physical things, it's like letting go of a, you know, a, a trunk or a, a mm-hmm. piece of furniture yeah. can trigger uh, loss. Yeah. The feeling of loss. Um, it's the same in our spiritual. It's the same in our um, emotional state mm-hmm. that when we're, we're growing and when we're maturing and when we're seeking to um, work through things and become our, our best self. Right. Not to be all self-helpish, but um, when the Lord is, is prompting us to heal in those areas uh, through his his power, we have to consciously, cognitively almost put those two words together. That's why I said it's cognitively. <laughs> we have to consciously and cognitively acknowledge the, the loss that we're going through mm-hmm. in order to be able to work through that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And just saying, and it's hard, like <laughs> just, just saying, just, just do it. it out there. Um, and it's, it's something that is really challenging to do if you're not aware of the burden or the yeah. weight or, or even, um, like there's some, so many things that culturally, or maybe in your family generationally just become normative. Mm-hmm. That's like, Oh, well, that's just what you do. Um, I remember in, um, in my family growing up, if someone gave you something, mm-hmm. um, you needed to value that thing so that the person felt good. Like that relationship would be solid and you would, you would have that, like, it was almost codependent. Like you want social currency. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, thank you so much. I love this thing. And maybe the thing isn't your style. Maybe it's not your favorite color. Maybe you wouldn't decorate your house with it, but this person that you love gave it to you. And so you can't just not, put it in your house and you mm. can't just not display it somewhere because when they come over or when they ask you about it, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to say when it's like, where's the thing I gave you for Christmas that one year? She gone. Like, Got rid uh, of it. I don't know. <laughs> it broke. Like, and not, I'm not encouraging you to lie, but, but <laughs> honestly, it's really hard when you've been trained yeah. that you don't get rid of stuff because of who gave it to you. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's and, you that's know, good. Yeah, and I think there's certain um, class uh, distinctions that people make with even possessions and things. So, like maybe in uh, maybe in your family, if you're if you grew up more affluent, there's certain things that get passed down through generations. That maybe, you know, your great, 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 great grandma had this necklace or had this thing. And so that thing has value because of the pedigree, yeah. because of where it's come from. But maybe in a different family, um, this thing has value because of when it was given to me mm-hmm. um, and who gave it to me. And they're no longer living. And I, I love that person. Therefore, I can't get rid of this. Yeah, it's this Dollar Tree thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really have that much value with, like in, as far as money goes. But because of who gave it to me and when it was given, it, it has significance. But again, looking at, you know, why do you have it? What's, what is it? What value is it adding to your life and maybe your family's life? And if that, if answering those questions, it's like, well, none. And it's kind of hard because I have to always figure out where to put it. And I'm always having to find somewhere to store it. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I don't use it. Yeah. And maybe it's time to let that go. Um, yeah. yeah. Honestly, that, that triggered a couple of thoughts in me. Like one, is um, I remember doing that from a young age because I wanted, I wanted that family heirloom mm. thing. You know, our family, my family on either side, we don't keep stuff. Yeah. They, they get rid of it. They share it. They give it away. It doesn't matter. We don't keep yeah. stuff. And so I remember being a kid and being like, ooh, this thing. And it didn't matter what it was. I was like, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to collect it. And I see our kids do that too. I don't know. Maybe I passed it down somehow inadvertently. But, um, and I remember wanting that, like wanting something that was like a treasure that you get to keep a physical tangible thing. But then I remember also getting to a point where you have to reconcile like, uh, this is garbage. Like, I don't want this. Like I don't, but I've already said I wanted it and I've made a big deal out of it and I've stored it and I've kept it and I've, but now I have to reconcile that I no longer want that anymore. And maybe that's not your thing. Maybe that's my own thing that I have to deal with or had to deal with at that time of being like, I already told everybody I like this thing and now <laughs> I don't like it anymore. How do now, I get rid of it? If I go against oh. what I said. Exactly. And then the, the other thought it triggered in, um, and when you have these, these, these hand-me-downs is like the hand-me-down emotions, the hand-me-down likes, the hand-me-down hobbies, um, mm. the things that the people around you want you to like and want you to love and how they want you to be and how a lot of times as, as just people who love our family, we take on these traits of um, just like you would take, I mean, the, the story of like some of the furniture we have that we got passed down, mm-hmm. that the furniture doesn't really have that much meaning. Um, it's not an antique. It's not very expensive. It's just furniture that somebody gave us. Um, but the thought is like, well, if I get rid of that, then now I have to deal with them realizing I don't want this thing or I have to deal with the conversation. And I think in the emotional realm or in the relational realm, a lot of times people put stuff on you like, but you, you always do that. Like this is your thing, right? But you love that color. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't, but I've, I've kind of gone along with it Yeah. because I didn't want to deal with the, the relational consequences that come with me saying, Hey, actually, no, this is stupid. I don't like it. Yeah. This whole thing doesn't, doesn't <laughs> this, jive. Or even not saying it like that, but just like, oh my gosh. No, thank, say it just like thank that. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I will, I, I'm not really sure if this fits into what I need or, and, and it's hard. Gift, gift receiving is sometimes very, very challenging. Gift giving can be a lot easier because it's very, it can be like. Depends on who like, you are. Oh, hey, I found this thing for you and I know you like it. Or, hey, I found this thing for you and I hope you like it. It's kind of this like, you put it on the other person. 
Whereas receiving it, it's like, oh my gosh, like this is going to have relational consequences. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. And it, and it happens in families. It happens with gifts. It happens as well with, with just stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I will say, um, for the furniture that I know or the, the things that I know I have that I value, mm-hmm. um, that I truly value. I'm like, I do not want to get rid of this. There are things that I personally um, used as a child or like I, I, I have an experience and a memory with it that's attached. And most of the things are also functional. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that a friend of mine had said like, hey, if you have certain things in your life that, you know, you like them a lot, but you just, you can't use them, get a picture with it. Mm-hmm. Find a picture of you sitting on that thing or you doing something with that no, item. No, you're talking about the actual physical items here. Yes, the yes. physical items. Gotcha. Get a picture. Um, and then you always have the picture. And it's great. And you have the memory and it doesn't go away. But a lot of the things that I've found, I have to find a functional use for it in my life. Does it add value to my life? Can I, can I utilize it? Is it salvageable? These are the questions that I have to ask myself when I'm like, okay, am I keeping this? Are we moving this again? Because last time it almost broke. And is it worth it? <laughs> Remember the thing we had? I remember there was this really nice, um, like, it was a hutch. Remember we got yeah, it when we yeah. first moved to Pennsylvania, and we found it at a thrift store, and it was really nice, mm-hmm. sturdy. We painted it. It was, like, it matched our colors. It was so cool. We moved it twice, mm-hmm. and then the second move, no, we moved it three times. Three times, the third move. The third move, on the way to the place it was going, the wind like knocked the top of it off. So it was like a hutch. It had the top part with the glass and then the bottom part was like sturdy. That thing broke in half and mm-hmm. it was on the highway. <laughs> and Nick calls me on the way to the house. And he's like, Hey babe, look, the hutch is like done. It, it, it came apart. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, it's okay. Well, whatever we can use of it. I remember like mm-hmm. whatever we can use, we'll use it. We held on to pieces of this hutch. Yeah, we held on to the base of that thing for like four years. And, and we found a way to like, we hung one part as decoration. We like made it work, but eventually it was like, it's time to let it go. Yeah. It's, it's special. It's special because of when we got it and how mm-hmm. we got it, but it's time to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think honestly, I was, I was thinking about that loss because even in that moment, it wasn't as quick as like, oh, okay, it's fine. Like you were pretty upset. About I was that. like, man, can we um, fix it? <laughs> yeah. Like you were pretty, pretty upset. And I think an important thing that we have to realize as people. And I, I remember when I realized this is when I was driving for Unifirst. I it just hit me out of nowhere. But like all grief is loss or all loss triggers grief. Mm. And so you have to put yourself in a position where you are okay with experiencing grief. And I don't mean okay, like, oh yeah, this is fun. But <laughs> This like, is fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> this, I shouldn't. It's fine. But I think what happens is when we're grieving the loss of something, whether it's something that is a physical object that triggers an emotional response, or if it's growing through an emotional season of our life or whatever, some sort of change uh, where we're losing something. Um, Even if that loss is, we're losing something bad. Even Mm, if it's something that is damaging to us or something that clutters our house, whatever it is, if the loss, it's, it's still loss and you Mm -hmm. still have to grieve it. Um, And emotionally and psych, psych, Psychologically, 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 the grieving process is the same. You have to go through the stages. You have to go through the, and it's a spectrum. It's not like it happens the same for every person and you don't stay in every stage the same amount of time. And sometimes you revert and go back and forth, but no matter what, you have to be okay with the fact that, you know what? I do have to grieve the loss of this. Mm -hmm. Just like with the, the hutch, right? It's just a piece of furniture. We didn't have it that long. Um, And when it broke, it triggered an emotional response because it came from a season in our life. Mm-hmm. 
when um, that we just truly cherished. We valued that season. And so when that thing broke, it triggered like, man, that really is something else that's gone from that season. Now, we could have just been like, well, it's just a stupid hutch. Like, get over it. It's just a piece of furniture. It broke. We'll get another one. Um, and then squashed all that grieving down. And then yeah. it pop up in a fight some other time. But if you can give yourself the freedom and the room to allow yourself to grieve, even the silly stuff that in the moment you feel like, man, I'm getting rid of all this stuff. I shouldn't feel sad that I'm, I'm cleaning out my garage. I shouldn't feel sad that I'm growing through this season, uh, you know, that happened 20 years ago, but I never grieved it. And so I have to grieve in order to grow. Look or, at that. And also I have to grieve in order to grow. Come on now. But also not just um, grieving the things we've lost, but also celebrating. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important when you're going through, you know, we, we have like um, degrees and um, we have things framed in a box because we haven't been able to hang them in this season. Mm -hmm. Um, that honestly, even going through when we were packing, I was like, Oh my gosh, these are the awards we had, or these are the, the things. Oh my gosh, babe, remember this thing? And being able to celebrate those things again yeah. and to say, Oh wow, that is an amazing accomplishment that no one in our family has, has had, or that that's a thing that our kids now can see mm -hmm. and it'll be on our wall and they'll be able to recognize like there's certain things we need to grieve for sure. That's like, Gotta let it go. Gotta mm -hmm. like process the whole thing. But then there are things we really need to celebrate and acknowledge um, God's grace and acknowledge <clears throat> our own resilience um, through a lot of challenges that we've had. And I think yeah. that's important. Um, and physical stuff, um, again, in this world, things come and go. Mm -hmm. People come and go. Our life is, is a vapor. Yeah. And so we acknowledge that as Christians. Like, okay, it's just stuff. Material things do not make our life. Um, they simply add to it. But also acknowledging, I think that was something that we, we were joking about how to fit our couch in our new house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is so silly. It wasn't a joke, y'all. This not, became a whole thing. This became a, a joke. thing. And it was a, it was a process for me mm -hmm. to have to grieve my idea of perfection. But I was, we were packing a box and like talking about the couch thing. And I was like, babe, I'm, you know what? I was just thinking about the garden. And Nick was like, the garden? We don't have a garden in our new house. I was like, no, no, I'm talking about like the garden, like Eden. How, this is the kind of stuff this, we actually talk about. Literally, we're, uh, we were unpacking we were unpacking our kitchen, mm -hmm. putting this new stuff in the cupboards and loving it. I was like, oh, our kitchen's amazing. And but I was like, I'm just thinking about the garden, babe. Like, <laughs> this is what, <laughs> this is, sounds so dramatic. This is what God meant when he told Adam and Eve, like, you are going to have to toil. <laughs> To work the land, like, like. <laughs> I don't even snort. That's really funny. <laughs> but I was like, everything was perfect in the garden. There was work. Mm -hmm. The work was joyful and good and always fruitful. That's the thing. The work that was done in the in the garden was always fruitful and perfectly fruitful. The work we do on this side sometimes is hard work. Mm -hmm. Not always fruitful. Well, not always fruitful in the physical. Yes, and not always know. not always good fruit. Not always fun <laughs> fruit. Go for the fun fruit. Like, but, but seriously, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, the, the amount of work we have to do in this life to make our home look good and feel comfortable and how do I arrange and the furniture safe. so that, yes, and make it safe and make it wholesome and make it always, that is so much work. And there's not even a guarantee mm -hmm. with all the work that we do that it's always going to be that way. Mm -hmm. And just thinking about that, the amount of work that we put into storing things and keeping things and preserving things and like people spend thousands of dollars on storage. I mean, 
individual families. And overall, this is no shame. millions of dollars. If this is you, if you've no. got a lot of storage, we're not shaming you. We're no. just coming to a realization of our own. Yes, and that's one thing we we <clears> have <throat> said. Like we we do not want to pay for storage for us in this season. I was like, I just I want as much as we can. If we can get rid of it, get rid of it, sell it, let someone else use it, keep it somewhere safe. But I don't want to to pay for things because then I'm keeping stuff. But I don't even know what's in there. I don't even know how long I'm going to keep it in there. I don't know when's the next time I'm going to use it. And there's so much of that that happens. And there's so much work we put into preserving things when in a moment, all that could change. In a moment. And we have so many friends who their testimony of like, hey, I had this house and it flooded or it burned down. All the things I treasured and all the things that I loved were in there. And them having to start over and realizing the things that really matter to them and I'm just saying this, like, I don't want to get to that point. I yeah. don't want to have to learn that lesson in that way. And so for this new season, this new year for you, what does that look like? Like, what does it look like to, to remove the things from your heart and your mind that you've allowed to take up space? Um, or remove the things from your house that you've allowed <laughs> to just sit there and gather dust and, and collect things that you're like, you know what? This really isn't part of my life anymore. And it's time to let it go. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point. Um, before we close it down, if you know of anybody that needs to hear this, or if you need to hear it again, share it to somebody and tell Rewind them to share it. it back to you so that you can hear it a second time. <laughs> um, but no, let somebody know, please, about uh, the Nixon podcast. We're praying that God would um, bless people's lives this year through the podcast um, in some mighty ways. But, but going, going into that thought of like what... What things have you been holding on to? When you, when you had mentioned the storage, I just, honestly, you could write a book about storage and just the metaphor mm. that it is. Um, because when you are storing up these, um, these emotions, when you're storing up these problems, the, this baggage that you haven't gone through emotionally, um, you're still paying for it in the current. Oh my. Like you're paying for it in mm. your current reality um, because you're, you're putting all this stuff back and you have an overabundance of, of feeling, an overabundance of baggage for the amount of space that you occupy. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're paying for it because the, the life that you're living is being crowded in by, by all this other stuff you haven't worked out and you haven't worked through. Um, and so I think it's important for us to, to grow through that, to grieve mm-hmm. through that, to acknowledge um, the areas of our life where we're just hoarding stuff, where we're just holding on to things, um, and also acknowledge and, and own up just like me with my little dirty rock collection or whatever it was when I was a kid. Like, yeah, I, at one point that was important to me. Yeah. And it's okay that it's not important anymore. Yeah. It's okay that I can let go of that. Yeah, that's good. That's what I got. So I, I said I was going to use the coloring book as a prop. And I didn't, I'm not, I wasn't lying. <laughs> and I ain't no liar. I'm not a liar. I know you, you're probably watching this or listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I knew this was going to be some nonsense. You're thinking that as you did that, I spilled coffee on myself. So that's cool. I, I knew, like, I knew y'all was gonna call me out on something, and and really, when when you're thinking about how do I clean stuff out, how do I clear things out, I gotta move that dresser, I gotta do what, I gotta empty this box. You're thinking, nah. You're just thinking you're, that. You're like, you're goofy. nah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> However, I just want to let you know. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. Well, first, I gotta ask you. I mean, what did you expect, really? Like that one that's just how it. we, that's just how we do it on this show. Um, find it, I promise. And you know what? I just want to tell you, like, no matter what you're going through, no matter how you feel about this, bless your little heart. Like just, 
that. It's a little condescending, but that's okay. Like you, well, no, I don't mean it in the way that the page means it, (laughs) but truly like one, one of the things with, with the process of cleaning out and moving your tent pegs and, and reestablishing yourself for this new year. Like there's blessings Mm -hmm. in what you're going to get rid of. There's blessings in what you're going to acquire. Um, And I love the scripture that says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth Mm. where moths and rust destroy like things we understand. You have you ever gone and gotten a sweater out of the closet and you're like, dang it. There's a hole in this. I don't wear a lot of wool, but I can understand. I've had that happen. I'm like, man, I like that sweater. Um, But don't don't store up treasures for yourself where moths and rust destroy. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven. And I think there's a lot of like Christianizing of that, of that um, scripture that gets done where we're like, I'm not going to store up thing. I'm storing up my treasures in heaven. There's, there's a real physical reality to that. Yeah. Storing up things in this life that you know, and like what awaits you in heaven um, is a result of what you have experienced and what you have sown in this life. And so not storing up for yourself treasures. Um, but being able to pour out into others and being able to give to others. That's one of the things I love about community is like what I may not use, what may not benefit me. I know somebody somewhere is going to enjoy that. They're going to like grow from having it um, and they're going to be blessed in it and you're going to be blessed in giving it. So that's just, just encouragement for you as you're going through this process for the new year, you're going to be blessed as you allow your uh, process to be a blessing to other people. Amen. Well, um, thank you so much for listening to uh, this episode, for watching this episode. If you want to know uh, more about our move, you want to know about what we're doing behind the scenes, please consider joining the Inner Circle. If you want to see how messy our house is when we first move in. You're going to see that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, pray for us in this move, y'all. <laughs> Next time you see us, we're going to have a whole different setup. Yes, it's going to be awesome. Well, this has been the Next Smith Podcast. We hope this episode has connected you to living truth. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nixman Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.